Welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Jarrett Topel, and today I'm going to talk about a little-known but very important topic called sequence of return risk, what it is, and how to manage it. Now, if you've ever talked with me or listened to a previous podcast, you'll know that one of my all-time favorite mantras is time in the markets, not timing the markets. Once again, time in the markets, not timing the markets. And in general, this is true. Never try to time the markets. Don't try to guess when they'll go up or when they'll go down. Be in forever or be out forever. However, there is one time when timing means everything. And this is the timing of when you start to systematically take money from your investment portfolio. For most people, this would be when they retire, once they've stopped earning an income and now they turn to their investment portfolio to provide the income they need. And this is where timing becomes critical. Now, I still don't suggest you try and time anything here, but timing is in fact crucial. I know that sounds a little bit odd, but let me explain what I mean. If you retire and start taking money systematically from your portfolio, and the first few years of retirement, the markets go well and then do poorly, you're in a much better situation than if the bad years come first. This is basically what sequence of return risk means. When do the good years happen and when do the bad years happen? Or what is the sequence of your returns? And the risk here is the possibility of getting the bad years early. Let me give an example of two different investors to help illustrate why sequence of return is so important. So we have investors A and B. Both have $1 million when they start retirement. Both earn the same annualized return over their 30-year retirements. However, investor A has good investment returns early in retirement with some bad years coming later on, while investor B has bad investing years early in retirement and good years later on. Even if investor A and B earn the same annualized return over the long run, they both may end up in very different places from a portfolio value perspective. Seems odd that you can start with the same amount, get the same annualized rate of return, and still have different results, right? But as I'll explain now, it's not only true, but highly likely. Let's assume investor A gets lucky, and for the first three years of her retirement, her portfolio returns a whopping 15% per year. Then things settle down and she earns a more normalized 5% for several years, And then in the 10th year, things finally get nasty in the markets, and she gets a negative 15% return each year for years 10, 11, and 12. Then starting in year 13, and for the remainder of her 30-year retirement, she receives 5% each year. This portfolio would be worth just over $3 million after 30 years, or an annualized rate of return of 3.75%. Now, let's turn to unlucky investor, Investor B. Investor B's portfolio returns negative 15% per year for the first three years, then does 5% for several years, and in the 10th year things get good, and he gets positive 15% returns for years 10, 11, and 12. Then, starting in year 13 and for the rest of the retirement, he receives 5% each year. 
This portfolio is also worth just over $3 million after 30 years, or once again, an annualized rate of return of 3.75%. So all we did in the above example was change the timing or sequence of the good and bad years. Investor A got the good years immediately and the bad years starting in year 10. Investor B got the bad years immediately and the good years starting in year 10. Everything else remained the same. Once again, they both earn 3.75% on an annualized basis, and they both end up with just over $3 million. So far, the sequence of returns, or when the good and bad years occurred, didn't make any difference. The problem here is when you start to systematically take money from your portfolio, as most retirees do, and this is what we call the sequence of return risk. To illustrate this point, now let's assume the same information as before for investor A and B, but add in the fact that they're both taking $50,000 a year from their portfolios, and we'll further assume this amount increases with inflation of 3% each year. Now, lucky investor A, who got the good returns early and the bad returns a bit later, starting in year 10, runs out of money after 22 years. However, unlucky investor B, who got the bad returns early and the good return a bit later, starting in year 10, runs out of money after only 13 years. So, while mathematically these two investors would have received the same exact rate of return, 3.75%, if no withdrawals take place, once withdrawals are accounted for, the investor who had good timing and retired into a strong bull market has money for an additional nine years, or 70% longer, simply due to timing, or sequence of returns. As you can see, the timing, or sequence of returns, made a huge difference. Now, the problem here is that no one knows when the good years and bad years will be, and that's why we don't try to time the markets. Being that we can't predict, what we can do is plan and prepare. And there are really three basic options for how to plan and prepare for sequence of return risk. One possible solution would be to have so much money saved that it doesn't matter. If you're fortunate enough, it's possible that you've saved so much money for retirement that it doesn't matter what sequence of return you achieve. Your portfolio will still long, last as long as you are alive. If you're in this situation, congratulations, you've won the game. However, for most people, this is not the situation. The next strategy, which is one I try to employ with my clients when possible, is to have enough money set aside when you begin retirement that you won't be forced to take money from your portfolio at the wrong time. In other words, in a significantly down market early in retirement. With this strategy, you keep somewhere around one to three years worth of your retirement income needs set aside as cash. Three years being ideal, but not always realistic. For example, if you need $25,000 a year from your portfolio, you'd keep $75,000 or three years worth of your income needs as cash. If your plan shows that you can afford to do this, then you've provided yourself with an insurance policy against sequence of return risk. In this scenario, if you happen to retire exactly at the wrong time during a bear market, you won't have to touch your investment dollars for up to three years. You can live off your cash reserves during the early years of retirement and give your investment portfolio time to recover from the downturn. Of course, if the bear market continues for many, many years, you'll eventually have to access your portfolio during a down market, but three years is a long bear market and having this cash is a really good insurance policy to help mitigate the risk of bad sequence of returns early in retirement. 
The third possible strategy is to use other assets during a downturn. This could be in the form of help from friends or family that are in a stronger financial situation and can afford to help without jeopardizing their own chances for success. However, most people can't or don't want to rely on others. For most people, their only significant asset that's not invested in the stock and bond markets is their home. So for this strategy, you may be able to use your home value during a market downturn, which is really just another form of insurance against secrets of return risk. For most people, this strategy would entail the use of a home equity line of credit or a reverse mortgage during these bad early years. If you happen to retire at the wrong time and the markets go down right away, you simply won't access, um, excuse me, you would simply access the value of your home, leave your investments, and wait out the downturn. You can then choose to pay back these loans from your portfolio when the markets recover, or if you're using a reverse mortgage, you may choose to never pay back the loan until you decide to leave your home or eventually pass away. Either way, you've been able to leave your money invested through the early bad investment return years by relying on other assets during the downturn. This is another form of insurance against the risk of bad sequence of returns early in retirement. Once again, let me stress, you should never try to time the markets, and you can never predict the short term. However, with proper planning, you can prepare for the worst so that you're never caught by surprise and are able to put the odds of success in your favor. 